Strike yourself, fool! and welcome to another episode of the Jackson Reaction Podcast. I'm Gene Jackson along with... Rose Jackson. And we are being brought to you today by our sponsor, Tack Glasses. <laughs> if your sunglasses are causing you to see all white, you can't make out shapes, get the Bell and Howell Tack Glasses, and they're 100% guaranteed for you to not only look super freaking cool... But you can also see things much better as well. Yes, like before, you would have never seen this without these glasses. Like you would have, you would have liked seeing it. Would have been foggy. You couldn't see. And all of a sudden, you put them on. You see a badass American eagle, and it's like America. Fuck you. Yeah. That's right. So <laughs> get those. They're available at Walmart, Walgreens, Target, CVS, and anywhere fine ass seen on TV products are sold. Probably. I got what it's and saying. I guarantee you, they're $19.99. $19.99. If you get them on, on TV within the next 10 minutes, free shipping. Next five minutes, you get four extra pair for free. <laughs> I assume. I don't. That may not be true. Don't quote that, me on that. That's pro- that probably is true, though, because, you know, most of those, uh, as seen on TV things, you buy them off TV, you buy one, get one before it's over. But wait, we have more, and it's... You know, your whole family gets a pair for right. twenty bucks with free shipping. And two Ginzu knives and, and a flat hose. And two Ginzu knives, yeah, and a flat hose that doesn't work. <laughs> Have <laughs> you ever tried one of those? I haven't. Dad bought one, and um, it wouldn't inflate. <laughs> it's just flat, and it, like the water would come through. <laughs> it was so flat awesome. Flat hose, as advertised. Flat hose, as advertised, doesn't work as a hose, but it is flat. They, that is true. So. So the right brought that on. They're not literally a sponsor. We don't we don't have any sponsors yet, but no, we, we probably won't ever. We but. just left Rosie's dad's house, <laughs> uh, where we were watching the uh, old Western Channel. It's the Get TV. Get TV, and uh, there's as much infomercials on there as there is television shows. So we watched an uncomfortably long commercial about tag glasses. I'm just really, really, really disappointed that you didn't get to see the Trumpy Bear. Well, I saw it last time we were there. I don't know. The day that we sat and watched Bloodsport, oh, yeah. uh, we saw the Trumpy Bear commercial Yeah, because every now and then, not only does Get TV have these old school shitty westerns and the shitty western like series, you can get Hondo in color. <laughs> yeah, Hondo's in color now. Like, like you really need the necessity of seeing that color. But uh, sometimes you'll get you'll get the treat of the movie like Bloodsport or one of those Chuck Norris movies he was in when when we were younger. Dirty Harry. Yes, yeah, like last Dirty time Harry was, was on the one time. Of course, they cut out all the cuss words, which is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's always a treat going to dads because like um, either you know he'll fall asleep as soon as we get there, which is awesome. <laughs> so we get to sit there and watch uh, thirty minutes of uncomfortable TV. Uh, that we don't really even care to watch while he snores in the background. So. And typically 20 minutes of it's some kind of commercial. Yeah, and 20 minutes is a commercial. So. So that was uh, that was today's highlight <laughs> of the commercials was the the tack glasses and all the wonderful, insane features that they offered. And so, 
just thought I would share that here at the beginning in well, case you need some super cool sunglasses that are also used by the army I guess for tactical glasses in case you because they even said that in a commercial like you know in a tactical situation you may not be able to make out and they show this guy across the way with like, a set of binoculars a set of binoculars and an he's army to, helmet yeah like he's going to be a sniper so or you know if you if you encounter snipers in your day to day lives you're a sucker if you don't have some tag glasses so you can see that shit coming that's right if you, if you get shot by a sniper that shit's on you because you could have bought these glasses for nineteen ninety nine. And you'd have been safe, or at the very least, you'd have seen it coming. I don't know. I mean, they, unless they stop bullets and they shoot you in the eyes, you're still gonna die. But at least you know they were there. That's true. If you're not a, a card carrying NRA person, you just got a pair of these glasses. I'd think you'd be kind of fucked. So. Yeah. And if you ain't a member of the NRA, then fuck you, buddy. <laughs> okay. Okay. All yeah. all all shitting on the NRA aside. Um, I imagine there are a few people that sport these technical glasses because there's some crazy people in the world. And, and a lot of them live in Alabama. And a lot of them do live in Alabama. I'm very surprised anytime I hear anything that goes on news-wise that's like shocking news, crazy news, that I don't see somebody from lower L.A. Yeah. We all know what that is. It's lower Atala. Lower Atala. That, you know, has done something. And I don't know. I just, I think the world as a whole, I mean, as we can find a commercial, infomercial hilarious, make fun of it, whatever. There are people that seriously, you know, watch this stuff and go, that's American, by God, and I gotta have them, because that's gonna support my Americanism, woo, you know, and, <laughs> I mean, it's sad to think that, you know, as a, as a society, we've got, it's not just old people, you know, it's young people, old people people our age, people above our age that are losing their fucking minds. Now, obviously, we're not talking about any of the fine people we're about to drive past up here at Mountaintop Flea Market. They are all Well, I'm sure tremendous that if I, had, if I had a camera and I could do a reality show, that would be the place I'd want to do it. Because not only would you see an array of people, you would be able to get some of the finest white trashery available on camera during the day. As well as, you know, buy a car stereo and some... A touch lamp. touch lamp and some... <laughs> and, it, and if you don't know what a touch lamp is, you obviously didn't have a grandmother that had one. that has Jesus on the little glass of it, around it. It's Jesus, and you touch it, and it, like, does a dimmer, and you just touch it, and it comes on and stuff. You, all trade A's have those. I don't care where you go. They all have them. And some bootleg Bear Bryant merchandise. Yes, bootleg Alabama stuff. <laughs> plenty of that, plenty of that. All right, so let's get into what we're here to talk about this week. You kind of touched on it right there about people losing their mind and going crazy. So let's hear it. Let's 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 get into what what you're wanting to discuss this week, as far as that goes. Well, I mean, I know you've seen it, and I'm sure by now everybody's probably heard it, seen it, shared it somewhere. You've seen the video of the woman that's in the. The tent was a Tim Hortons. Tim Hortons in Canada. It's a, it's basically like a Dunkin' Donuts, a version of what we would have as Dunkin' Donuts or Starbucks, something of the coffee variety um, that sells, you know, donuts, coffee products, things of that sort. Uh, this woman apparently doesn't get good service, or maybe something's wrong with her. The story I read that came out later, they claim that she's a, a, a crazy that frequents the place and she was wanting to go use their restroom 
And apparently, Tim Hortons doesn't let just anybody in their restroom. You have to be a paying customer and, and not a lunatic. So they, they refused her service because she wasn't going to buy anything. She was just going to come in and use the bathroom. Apparently, this wasn't her first rodeo there. And then you can finish the rest of the story. Well, and, and she proceeds to shit in the floor, right? With customers in the store, you know, the employees there, pulls her pants down, shits in the floor, and then throws it at them. I mean... Really, people, we have went back down to the evolution chain of becoming apes now. Okay, so I may I seen that story a hundred and one times throughout the course of this week, and I managed to not watch that video up until like a day or so ago, where somebody had it shared to where I want to scroll through on Facebook and started playing, and there it was. Man, I hate those. Um, yeah, <laughs> fuck you if you have your shit set up like that. But anyway, um. I don't know your opinion of it, having unfortunately saw it. Well, I can this tell wasn't you. her first rodeo. Yeah. She backed up against that wall, dropped it, and threw it almost in one fluid oh. motion. Oh, she had done this before. You could tell She's she was a, a habitual pro. Man, she got thrower. she preemptively got a stack of napkins yeah, before she started this, right? So she knew what was going down. She knew in her mind, I'm dude, this is happening. Yeah. This you have made me so mad by not giving me what I want that I am going to park it up against this wall, shit in it, and then <laughs> throw it at you. I can't ever say that I have been so irate at somebody at a food establishment, a retail establishment, anything of the sort that has caused me to act in such a manner. Now, I am not one to show my ass at places. Literally. I have, I have to, yeah, literally. I have to be in some sort of wretched mood or you have to mess my stuff up severely for me to show my ass. Um, you know, there's been times I'm a very not picky eater, but when I eat a chicken sandwich, for instance, I do not like honey mustard on it. Maybe I'm a weirdo. I'm that 1% that likes it with the mayonnaise and the pickles like the Chick-fil-A style, you know. So I go to Zaxby's. I want a grilled chicken sandwich. How many times did we send that back because they could not understand mayonnaise only? It was either four or five, and that's not an exaggeration. It was the least. I mean, every time you brought it back to me, it had honey mustard. It had honey mustard and pickles. It had, I mean, just every, you know, ranch, well, and here's, you name it. Here's another detail of this that makes this even more frustrating in my, in my opinion. Okay, so it comes with honey mustard and pickles or what have you. You didn't order it with mayonnaise and pickles. You simply ordered it plain. You're going to put your own mayonnaise on there. So what's easier than putting a piece of chicken on a bun with nothing else and sending it out? And it took five times to finally accomplish that. I mean, by the fifth time I got that chicken sandwich, I was fixing to go up there and throw it at it. I, I mean, that's probably the maddest I've been about food. You know about that. I mean, I've I've got a many of teas and a many of coffees. Coffees. Yeah. You know how violent I get when you mess my coffee up. Yeah. I mean, like I I feel like that's the closest I've ever come to wanting to slam the car in park, jump out and punch somebody in their face for putting sugar in my coffee after I said no sugar, especially first thing in the morning. I mean, you know, I'm a pretty hardcore coffee drinker. And um, I get a little violent you mess with that coffee, but I've never done that. I've wanted to, 
And I've spit that shit all over the car because somebody put sugar in it. And, I mean, I just can't understand what in your mind is your breaking point that causes you to, to do such a primal thing. You know, like, it's never crossed my mind in a situation where I've been so mad, I think I'm going to shit in the floor and throw it at them. Like, I just don't understand what that accomplishes. It still doesn't get you what you asked for. It just makes the situation worse. Well, I'm going to say something that's probably not popular in light of today's PC world, and we're supposed to just, you know, let everybody be what they want to be and do what they want to do. But in my opinion, and if you don't like this, you can email me, genejacks95gmail.com, or you can we can debate it on Facebook, wherever you like. If, if you, as a human being, shit in a floor and then throw it at another human being for whatever reason, you deserve a bullet in your fucking head because there's no hope for you. There's no hope for you. You, you, are, you are so beyond civilized and reasonable. Fuck you. Just... Put a bullet in their head and be done with it. I mean, I'm going to tell you a situation I was in when I worked at Radio Shack, okay? I had never encountered really rude people until I worked in retail, and you yeah. never do. If you have never worked retail, you don't understand the rudeness of people, okay? It can make you very, very cynical. It can make you hate people. It's just, you know, people suck in a, in a general population. You always have the one or two people that come in, they demand stuff. They think they're better than you. They're above you because you're you're the salesperson. Oh, look at them. They're behind a cash register. So I'm going to be the big bad customer and I'm going to get what I want. You know, you always get that. You get that at least what, once a couple of weeks, once a month. Yeah. I mean, you're lucky if it ain't once, once a day. Once a day. At least once okay? a week. Because these people feel you're a captive audience and that you have to take their shit. That's why they, they heap it on you. Because yeah. you have to put up with it. I mean, in truth be told, dude, you're just some dude that's happy making a minimum wage standing behind the counter. You're doing your job, you know. It's just a day for you, you know. And you like your job at this point. Then you have this customer that comes in and they just decide to fuck your world up. And it's, it's not cool. It's really not cool that people do that. But my scenario was, and it really wasn't a rude customer. It was just a very awkward situation. I've had two or three of these at Radio, especially at Radio Shack when I worked there because I worked in a very unusual end of town where you had a lot of drug addicts and you had a lot of just white trash, just weird people. Yeah. Right? But the one, I hadn't even been working there probably like a month at this point, okay? This little lady comes up, I'm behind the counter, and back in that time you had the glass counter where you couldn't see, but just, you know, from their waist up. Yeah. And um, so she comes, you know, kind of scurrying up to the, you know, register, and she says, um, do you have a, and I, she stopped, and so I said, what ma'am, and she says, oh, never mind, and just scurries back out the door, okay, well, I'm behind the counter, I don't come from around the counter after she leaves, I, I, you know, I'm standing there, I'm, I'm not, it's a Sunday, too, you know, we're really slow, there's only been like three or four people in at that point, yeah, um, you know, I stand there for a little bit after she's left, and I'm like, oh, my God, I smell something. Oh, my God, I smell shit. Like, oh, my God. I, I thought, who has tracked dog shit in here, right? Because yeah. that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking, that old lady tracked dog shit in here. Yeah. Or just, I mean, what's going on? So I come out from behind the counter, and I'm not kidding. There is a pile 
of shit. Human shit. She has left me right in front of the freaking register. Okay, now granted, this poor little lady, I'm pretty sure couldn't help it. Okay? She was trying to ask me, could she use our bathroom? Yeah. I wouldn't have denied her. I would have let her do it. You know? Yeah. But she walked away and left it. Not, I had an accident in your floor. I'm sorry. Not, excuse me. Not, I'm so, I'm, anything. Just, well, never mind. And just leaves it. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, how many times, first of all, like, who does that? Second of all, how many times this is late, has this lady pulled this? I mean, does she just go around different stores just shitting? Just to, just to, you know, make somebody clean it up? Or is it, like, why? Why do you even leave the house if you have these issues? Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I should have just threw my shit down and quit then. I should have just Like she quit. did. She threw her shit down. <laughs> exactly. But, I mean, I ran into circumstances like this. Like, I mean, I worked at a toy store one time. That was my first job I ever had. And um, I liked my job. I liked it. I'm not going to say I liked it 100% because, I mean, it was during the uh, Tickle Me Elmo stage. Yeah. And uh, people were really, man, assholes. Not just assholes. I'm sorry. I can't use any other term for that. I mean, they'd call up, cuss you out, come to your face, cuss you out, and ask you what... What, who did you think you were since you didn't have no Tickle Me Elmos? Excuse me, ma'am. I don't work for Mattel. I work for a toy liquidators who gets all the toys KB Toys can't sell. So who who the fuck do you think you are thinking you're going to get Tickle Me Elmo from us? Anyway, um, I was, we were cleaning up one night. And we had this problem all the time. Kids would come in and piss in the floor. Like parents would let their kids literally pee in the floor. Wouldn't ask us for a bathroom. Now, I mean, granted, we didn't have a public one, but if they would have come up to me with their child and said, my child needs to use the bathroom, I'd have been, okay, let me take you back here. Wouldn't have been an issue. Yeah. But instead, they let them get in the corner and pee, and they always did it, like, around the Barbies, which made no sense to me. Like, why are they pissing around the Barbies? Like, every night, cleaning piss. So, one night, the most disgusting thing besides cleaning piss, if you can imagine that, I'm stacking the Barbies up on a shelf, okay? They're all messed up. Kids have been pulling them off the shelf. Some grown adult, and I know it wasn't a kid because I don't think you let your kid chew tobacco, had took a big wad of just chewing tobacco out of his mouth and just slung it. And it went into like this display with hula hoops. And it was just down in there. I had to clean that shit out. And I'm thinking, you, oh my God, a grown adult did this. Yeah. And for what reason? He couldn't have did it when he got outside. He couldn't have been like most redneck gentlemen and had a bottle he spit it into. I mean, that's not classy either, but at least you're putting it in something. Yeah. You know? I'm just like, oh my God. We're animals. But this was like 19, I'd say 96. Okay? 96, 97. And this is then. Okay? But now... You've got people shitting in a floor in a public place and throwing it at people. Like I said, I mean, maybe I'm too harsh. I mean, I've seen some people going back and forth. Like, I've seen Trent Beretta berate somebody who shared that, that story. Because they were like, it's not cool. They got a mental illness. Yeah, I mean, they got a mental illness, but I'm sorry. I mean, 
there's no, there's probably no fixing that. So just put them down like a wild I'm, animal. Look, just fucking put them down. I have, there's mental illness in my family. I'm, I'm not gonna lie, there he is. And you know, mental illness is a hard thing for somebody to understand that hasn't been around it, hasn't had it, hasn't dealt with a parent or a, you know, sibling or somebody that's dealt with this. Okay. But mental illness is not an excuse. And it pisses me off when people use that as an excuse. That is not an excuse for you to go throw shit at somebody. And, oh, she's crazy. You gotta excuse her. No. 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 Keep her at home. Give her pills that, that do something. That chill her out. I don't know. Something. There's no reason that somebody mentally ill or not goes into a place and does such barbarism like that. Because, you know, we used to have a crazy woman that come into our, our lot where I work and she probably wasn't far from oh. doing something like that. And I'm telling you, if anybody came to where I work, man or woman, regardless of their age, and shit on the floor and threw it at me, You'd be bailing my ass out of jail because I would fuck them up. I don't care what their mental state is, whatever. If they're out walking around free and they decide to take a shit and throw it at me, they are getting fucked up. I'm sorry. Well, and the other sad side of this is, okay, yeah, we we seen this on Facebook. Everybody we know shared it. All our friends shared it. I see people totally sharing it, okay? The other side of it is, why... Do people share things like that when they see it? All they done was glamorize somebody with mental illness. Yeah. But yet they do it every day. Every single day. Just like the, the meme that's been going around, the woman with a cell phone, and all the, you know, a lot yeah. of our friends have photoshopped her into, you know, situations with, with the black, black people, and it's like, okay, I understand, I seen the video, the whole video, where this stemmed from and I understand the woman comes out she calls the cops she's complaining on the black people barbecuing it's in Compton um, she tells them that it's her park they shouldn't be barbecuing there the guy tries to explain to her he's done that for the last 30 years no problems you know it's not her park go away so she gets her phone goes to call the police whatever uh, you know they're, they're videoing it giving her hell because obviously it's a crazy white woman you know yeah. Whatever. Okay. Just like everybody's sharing this. They're making this woman a viral celebrity. Because obviously she's mental for doing what she did too. Yeah. You know, why are you going to bother innocent people that are barbecuing? They're not hurting anybody. They're just barbecuing. But instead, people want to, you know, they want to pick it apart and say, oh, look at the racist lady. Look at the racist white lady. You know, getting down on the black man because he's barbecuing. Maybe that wasn't even the case. Yeah, she probably had mental issues. But instead, they're going to make it a race issue. Yeah. And then everybody and their mom is going to share it. Well, that's the thing. People can't wait to share something, especially if it's negative. Like, and they don't bother to see if it's true. Like, if I if I took this phone right now and went on Facebook and I just picked, name a celebrity. Name any celebrity. Um, Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt died today in a car wreck. 
20 people would share that shit. Insta they wouldn't even read the story that I had connected to it. I could put, go to one of these sites where you make up stories and put them on there, and at least at least 10 people, legit, would share that shit and just start telling, like, whoever's sitting around them, oh, God, you know Brad Pitt died? And people can't wait. That's how all these death hoaxes get so much traction, because people can't wait to share shit like that. Well, or if somebody we know gets arrested, they people can't wait to put their fucking mugshot up everywhere and share the fucking story and put you know put the people's business out there. What do you gain from that? Why why do you get do you get a gold star for being the first to break a story? Are we all fucking you know we all work for the paparazzi now where you get credit to be the first one to share that somebody died or somebody got arrested or people impressed with your journalistic skills? Because I mean, but that happens every day. People. You don't how many how many positive stories do you see shared on social media each day? It's always the worst shit. I may see one maybe once every two weeks that sh- that I I'll share if I think it's a positive story. I mean, but like I seen today on my in this on on this day thing on my Facebook where I shared a story a year ago where this kid had went and I forget what he did. I didn't read the story again, but I saw where I shared it. I'm like, oh, I'm surprised I shared that. Uh, where this kid had went and raised money somehow. He come up with some kind of drive to raise money, and then he used it to pay for all his friends at school's lunches for like two or three months because they had all of a sudden started charging kids who previously hadn't been getting charged. So this kid goes out and on his own and raises money, and then he goes and takes it was like a couple of grand or something paid for everybody's lunches, which is really freaking impressive of a yeah. kid, and it's a great story. But do people typically share stuff like that? No. Now, if the kid had went and shit in all his friends' lunches, they'd share that. Oh, yeah. You know, if he, if he got caught bringing a gun to school, we'd share that. But, you know, if somebody does something good, well, that's not fun. We're not going to waste our time sharing that for everybody well, to see. I think the saddest thing I, I think I've ever noticed that anybody's ever shared was the, and I don't know if you've seen it or not, where the, the homeless guy is sitting in a park somewhere and the kids are fucking with him uh-huh. and instead of going up and, and seeing if he you know they could help him give him food anything they're fucking with him and you can tell he's a little mentally off you know but i mean that was the saddest thing to, to witness it's like you you won't put your foot your your phone down for two seconds to help somebody but yet you'll grab it and video it if it's something you find that's funny that you can put on Tosh Point. Well, do you remember the story or, once ago where like three yeah. different people videoed a guy drowning? Yes. Yes. And they just sat and they laughed sat and, and, laughed. and filmed the three different angles of this guy drowning. No attempt to help. Not nothing. Just sit there. Ah, oh, look at this motherfucker. Literally, that's the yeah. some of the verbiage is like. I mean, oh my god! Like that's where we're at now. Yeah, that's where beings. we're at. I mean, because. People nowadays, and I mean, there's only a handful of us like me and you that are still realistic people. Yeah. I mean, and that's because we grew up in a time where you didn't have social media. And you just had the beginnings of the internet. And you had, you know, the beginnings of the cell phone craze and all this stuff. Now, not to say we didn't do stupid stuff too when we were kids. But if somebody had fell down in front of us and needed help, I'm pretty sure that we would go help them. Yeah. I'd put my phone down enough to go help them. You know? Yeah, how do you live with yourself? I mean, how do like you... That? I don't... Exactly. Yeah. How do you... Well, the, the reason they live with themselves is because they don't have any morals. They don't have any... They don't have a... They don't have a conscience these days. 
I don't know how that happens, but apparently they don't because some of the douchey things they do. Well, it all goes back to my thing is where no one is taught to respect anyone. They don't care about anybody but themselves. They're not taught to respect their elders or their, you know, anybody. So if you don't have respect for people, then you don't, you're not going to care for them and you're not going to care about what happens to them. You know, it, it's all rooted in that. It's all tied together. I mean, I guess an, I mean, another thing that just, it's always irritated me when I see stuff like this, but just like yesterday, you had like 5,000 million people, everybody you're friends with was sharing and commenting on the royal wedding. Okay, yes, that, it's, it's tradition. Okay, they get married to show it on TV. Everybody goes, ooh, aw, look at it. You know, yay, they got married. But the money that those people spent on that wedding and all that is just, it's sickening to know that that much money went for just a day of that. All the people they could have helped. All the people they could have bought food for. All the people they could have gave houses, jobs. I mean, all kinds of stuff. Bettered somebody else's life. Yeah. That they pissed down the drain to have a useless wedding. And then on top of that, I mean, that's the the royal family itself and the people directly involved with the wedding. But you see the power of people's social media. You know, there's no one who was not aware that that wedding took place yesterday. Oh, no matter no. how much, how little you care about it or how little it affects you or whatever, you knew it because everybody brought it to your attention. So, and look, people, if you're listening to this, rolling your eyes, going, look at these fucks. I, granted, not saying we're, we're any better, and I'm not saying we don't enjoy the fucking memes that our friends post that are fucking funny. You know, I'm not going to call them out by name, but they know who they are. But I'm just saying that if, if everybody took a notion to shine a light on something on their social media, the way they did the royal wedding, the way they do all these, you know, somebody shit on the floor and throw it and all that, just think of all the awareness they could bring to actual problems and, and people they could help if they if everybody posted about it rather than just sharing the stupid shit we all share it. I'm not saying we aren't guilty of that too. We share stupid shit. It's not like we're out changing the world either. But it just kind of makes you realize that, you know, when you see that all day long. You know, all, all day long. All, all you see is, you know, the roll wedding, roll wedding, right? And I could give two shits about it. And most people couldn't either. But it's just like, had they not shared it all over social media, I wouldn't have known. I mean, I've seen it on TV a couple of times, some of the shows we watch, Jim Jeffries and stuff like that. But still, I wouldn't have known when it was going on yesterday. I wouldn't have thought another thing about it. But I, had, I knew because everybody was talking about it. Well, what if everybody was talking about something useful that could help someone? I don't know. What if everybody just put their phones down for like a day and went and did something useful? Like volunteered or cut a neighbor's grass for them or maybe helped out an elderly person they know yeah. or visited with somebody at the nursing home or, I mean, just, you know, worked at a soup kitchen. Like, you know, anything. Yeah. I mean, not that I'm a great volunteer of things. But, you know, I'd like to think that if I was in a financial situation where I had, like, extra money that I could just afford to go throw around and buy exuberant things and have fancy stuff, that I would at least take some of that and help somebody with it. Yeah. Yeah, I would think so. You know. I mean, I, I know that they do a lot. They do a lot of charitable things for people. I mean, I've read the things where they, you know, donate 
and time and money and food and medicine and things of that sort to, you know, third world countries and stuff. And, hey, that's fine and great. But you got people at home that need your help, too. I'm yep. sure there's people in England that are struggling. You yeah. know? Oh, yeah. No doubt. So, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I just... I don't know if it's just the fact that social media makes it so accessible. I mean, maybe people have always gone crazy and thrown shit, and we just didn't know it because there wasn't social media for it to spread around the, the probably, globe. And, probably and, not. I'm, I'm not saying that circumstances like that haven't happened before. I mean, just like the guy that got on the intercom and got help at Walmart, now he's like an internet celebrity. Oh, my God, he got on the intercom, and he asked for somebody to come help him in sporting goods. Do you know how many times somebody picked up the intercom at Kmart when I worked there back in the two, early 2000s? I don't say. did that. I, I mean... Should, I should have a fucking plaque on the wall somewhere. I used I mean, to do that in Walmart. That's my like. He's not the only man that ever done that. I mean... Tom Green should be considered a fucking hero. Tom I mean. Green did it all the time. I mean... It's on YouTube right now. Exactly. I mean... But people are acting like he's the first person that's ever done this because it's... Because so many people have shared it because they found it on Facebook. Yeah. I don't know. It's just... I feel... I don't know. It's like some days I wake up and I'm like, man, I'm part of this world. And I'm part of this United States, and it just makes me sad that there are so many people that instead of helping, they'd rather kill it, or instead of, you know, changing the situation, they turn it into a laughing stock. You know, it's just, it's like everybody's just so lazy and just self-centered and just, I don't know. It just really, really makes me disheartened feel that I'm a part of this world and this is what we live in now. Yeah. It's only going to get worse because nobody teaches their kids anything. You got people having kids that weren't taught not teaching their own kids. Do you, I mean like, what is this new thing that they don't even send the kids to school now? They don't even make them learn? Yeah, there's people who choose to, they call it no schooling or unschooling or unschooling or free, free range. Stupidity. Basically free range parenting I yeah. think is what they call it. I mean, more power to you. If that's how you want to raise your kids, that's fine. No, 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 not more power to them. Because I mean, the it's, world, it's sad. The world it's is so who sad. has to deal with these dumb fucks. When you when you turn them loose out of your house at eighteen or whatever age, because at that point you're you decide when you're done unschooling them or non-schooling them or whatever. The rest of the world has to deal with these freaks. And then they're the one that's out slinging their shit at somebody, or, or shooting up a hospital because they didn't like doing what they God did. knows what because nobody yeah. taught them the things they need to know to be a civilized human fucking being in the world. If you were going, if you were going to fuck and then have a kid, then you take responsibility for your kid. There are certain responsibilities that come with it, and part of that responsibility is teaching them shit. And if you can't teach them or don't choose to teach them, send their ass to school so the school can teach them. Because eventually they go out into society and they're the world's problem. Well, that's the thing, too. I mean, I can say that, you know, you send them to school and that fixes the problem. It doesn't because school doesn't teach them anything either. I mean, you got kids that have never seen an encyclopedia. What they've seen for an encyclopedia is on their book, their uh, iPhone. You know, they've never touched a book because they have an iPad. 
you know. Okay, I, mean, I, I get that, but I'm saying if the, if the choice is they go to school, they learn some small semblance of order, of information, whatever little bit they can learn in school is more than these folks that were describing on TV the other night. That just they stay home, they play video games, they do whatever the fuck they want to do. They don't learn how to read, they don't learn how to write, they don't learn how to do anything. At least you learn something in school. I mean, you learn how to yeah. function around other human beings. Even if you're not learning all the information you learn, you're learning basic social, you know, interaction and things like that. Well, yeah, that's a that's a big part of that is social interaction. Yeah. I mean, you shelter a kid and you push him away from other children and other people in general, and you keep them sheltered in. That's the way they're going to be the whole their whole life. They're not going to be able to do a job properly. They're not going to be able to hold a relationship down. They're not going to be able to function because they don't know what it's like to be around other people. They can't manage conversations and situations. They can't handle it. And understand that some people are going to be assholes. Not everybody's going to like you. There's situations you're going to have to learn how to handle. And it's easier to learn how to handle it when some kid's pushing you on the playground or knocks you off seesaw than it is when you're 18 years old and you interact with somebody like that. And that's why all this crap about, you know, all the bullying shit and all that, yeah, bullying's bad. Teach your kids not to bully. But if you're one of these parents that's on TV crying because your kid killed them, your 8-year-old come home and killed themselves because somebody was picking on them, that's on you. That is your fucking fault that you did not teach your kid or prepare your kid enough to, to understand some level of adversity where he goes and gets called names and he kills himself. That he has the access in your home to kill themselves. That's on you. It is up to you to teach your kids how to be able to handle shit. That's not, again, that's another unpopular opinion. It's not nice to say because it's the world's, it's a, nowadays it's the world's job to work around your child because you didn't choose to raise them because you let them think that the world is a perfect place and there's no adversity you never lose you never get a bad grade no one ever dislikes you no one thinks you're ugly no one thinks you're stupid no one thinks you smell everyone thinks you're perfect for 18 years you walk around thinking everybody thinks you're perfect and then you get sent out into the world and the world kicks your fucking ass because that's not how the world works and that's what we've got coming into society today is these kids who got raised that way and it's the world's fault because they go and fucking hang themselves or shoot themselves or whatever the fuck they decide to do because they weren't prepared by their fucking parents well and a lot of that problem is is because their parents don't their parents didn't have that well yeah we're deep enough into it now You're deep enough where, into it now where the parents didn't even have that so how can they they didn't know their selves yeah you know it's depressing you know people ask us all the time together and separately why don't y'all have kids why don't you want kids no and this no. is a big reason why there's a million reasons and i won't go into all of them but that's one of them do you really want to send a kid out of this shit-ass world the way it is right now i mean god bless. I mean, kids don't have a chance they don't no. they really don't have a chance I mean, between Snapchats and Facebooks, and I seen a conversation on Facebook between somebody I'm friends with the other day, and uh, they were talking about how young is too young to have a cell phone, 
and one of them put well my daughter's 12 and I got her a cell phone and she downloaded snapchat and I pitched a fit and took it away from her made her uh, delete it She's 12 years old on snapchat you know okay I find snapchat hilarious you know you don't like it because I'll sit there and make, put bunny ears on you and stuff like that yeah. okay for that portion of it okay it's very harmless yeah okay but for the real reason that the kids are getting on Snapchat, and I'm sorry that their parents think it's so innocent, it's not. You got little girls at 12 and 13, 14 years old showing their tits to people. You you know, they're trying to act like they're 17, 18 years old. You know, they're trying to hook up with boys, people at their school, men. It's like, okay, at 14 and 12 years old, I was still a child. At 16, I still felt like I was a child in some way. And your parents had to work to shelter you from things you didn't need to see. But now, as a parent, how, how can you really... You can't. ...shelter them from anything? You can't. There's way too many lines to the outside world I mean, to now, protect them from that shit. I mean, now we've even got telepublic television, primetime television, that says, motherfucker. I mean, we've talked about that. Yeah. I mean, the USA Channel. You know, I mean, we were kids. We watched the USA Channel and stuff was censored. And now, they're blaring Biggie and Tupac songs talking about shoot a nigger motherfucker up, blah, blah, motherfucker, nah, nah. Yeah. It's like, oh my God. Like, did we just hit the point where we're officially old and we find this just shocking? Or is it the fact that, oh my God, I can't believe that my kid at 9 o'clock at night could turn this on and see this? Well, because in our day, only the premium pay... Cinemax, HBO, HBO, Showtime, something like that. Yeah. As long as you hear motherfucker, you ain't gonna hear it at 8 30, 9 o'clock on USA or FX, you know. Oh, you're most certainly not gonna see the shows you see on FX on there. Yeah. I mean, that stuff like that was like that's what you watched on HBO. And you know, talking about kids, like and you know, somebody can listen us right now and like, okay, Gene, and roll their eyes and like, okay. Oh, yeah, I'm sure, they, I'm sure they listen to But how, how many years, <laughs> how many years away are we from pedophiles being an acceptable lifestyle choice? How far is that away? Because so much other shit is becoming more and more acceptable. That I mean, they already That's just how they are. That's just how, that's the life they choose. Look, they, I've already heard that there was an article somewhere I read where people are, are trying to experiment thinking it's a psychological disorder they can fix. And it's only a matter of time until somebody decides, oh, we can give them some shots or pills or something. It'll take that away from them. They won't, they won't well, rape kids. But this aspect of it, too, there's some fucking idiot that we saw on TV the other night. I had seen it online and hadn't, oh God. hadn't clicked on it, but finally Jim <laughs> Jeffries talked about it, so I saw the actual clip of this dumb cunt saying that you should have to ask uh, an infant's permission to change their diaper. So... And I'm in agreement with Jim Jeffries, whether young or old, if you are to a point where you shit yourself and you can't clean it up, you forego any permission needed given to, to change your diaper. But if we're going to get to a point where we're stupid enough that an infant can give permission to change their diaper, at what point are they going to decide that a child can give their permission that they are in a relationship with a fucking adult that's consensual? That makes this pedophile thing legal at some point. That's how stupid shit is. Getting all the bathroom shit. 
you can wake up and decide what gender you are each day. It's up to you, and everybody has to play along. Oh, yeah, and we'll have Your a bathroom fluid. that cater to you. So, at what point is the stupidity going to expand towards, like, well, I mean, who likes fucking kids? Well, who are we to judge? And the kid's okay with it because they're so screwed up because God knows what that kid's dealt with in their lifetime. I, I, I really think that's going to be a thing one day, and I think that's going to be the day that this all breaks down into a fucking war. Well, here's that, the thing. <laughs> that, you know, people are going to have to rise up and be like, okay, enough. Here's the thing. We can't do anything but go forward. We can't go back. And it's like, we've already made so many mistakes at this point in life and as people and as a civilization. It's like, all you can do is hope that somebody somewhere in the future stops and goes, we can't live like this. We've got to get order. We've got to get it back to normal. We've got to bring back some kind of law or Well, we've had a little bit of that. They paint him like a fucking idiot and like he's a fucking Nazi. Because, I mean, that's a little bit of what Trump represents. I believe that's why he's in office because the people who wanted that order, who wanted to at least move towards that, Voted him in, and and what is to the, what does all the liberal TV do? They villainize him. And I'm not turning this into a political podcast and fighting for Trump and all that. But I'm just saying, each person that ever comes along who wants to fight for what you're saying is going to be villainized on TV and made out to be a, an idiot and just a backwards-thinking piece of shit. And I, everybody is bought into what what TV has tried to convince it that, that everybody's like-minded and everybody and. But him getting voted in proves there's a there's a large majority of people who don't agree with TV. They don't agree. They don't feel that way. But they don't feel like they can go out and voice that at work because they'll be looked down upon. They can't go and voice that amongst their friends because then, oh my God, they you know. What kind of people? They are don't they? agree with this. They don't agree with that. Oh, I well, didn't know that. I didn't know they were bigots or I didn't know they here, were here's, assholes. Here's my thing on all that. Okay, the media and and we learned this watching lots of documentaries and various things through life and and actually being alive during the time some of these things took place. Um, The media is only going to show you what they want to show you. They have a particular agenda they go by. Whether you want to believe that or not, your newspapers, any news outlet, any news affiliate, they have a certain agenda, political agenda that they go by. They either want to show that in a Republican, a Democratic, or an Independent stance. Whichever one pays them more money is which way they flag it. That is the news that you're going to be fed. Okay, for instance, like, we were around during the Waco situation. Okay, and for years, for years, the news, the newspaper, the radio, everybody painted it like these people were some crazy, just cults child molesting, beaten, just heathenistic, just terrible people. They were hoarding guns. They were going to start a civil war. I mean, they made you think they were like the next Jonestown. Yeah. Okay? And so that for all our lives, that's what we were told. That's what we seen. You know? Next thing you know, compounds on fire. All these people die. All they set themselves on fire. Okay, well, come to find out years later, and that through a documentary, through books, through people that were actually there, their own accounts, that ain't what happened. Basically, the government killed her own people yeah. because they were different. 
I'm not agreeing with a religion. I'm not agreeing that they should take on five and ten wives or one man should sleep with 30 women and procreate children. But... But they don't deserve to be gunned down and burned up. Exactly. They don't deserve to be gunned down. And, I mean, that's that's where we're at. Because so many people are sitting... They're sheep. They fall into what the, what the government tells them. To what the news tells them. Oh, well, that's on CBS. It's got to be true. You know? I mean, how many people have had their lives ruined because of the media? I mean, I can name you tons, tons of people. Oh, yeah. I mean, me and you watched the West Memphis Three. I mean, them kids were partly put in prison for half their life because of the media. Well, yeah, I mean, solely because of the media and the the outlook of people in a town. Because they were different. Because they were different. Because there was no evidence. No evidence. But that's that's a whole other podcast. So let's, alright, so let's dial this down a little bit and start winding it up. Because that, that conversation can go on if it keeps expanding into other things for, for quite a while. And we're we're getting to the wall on time here. So uh, so to go along with this, a little more of a little fun story here real quick and then we'll, we'll wrap up with some of the things we're going to wrap up with. But uh, based on some of the stories we told earlier about work and uh, shit and things of that nature, I'm going to tell, tell a true story now real quick that I'm thinking about finding a version of to tell on stage next time I do stand-up. So I'm going to try it out here and see if we get any feedback. But So um, when I was working in retail as a retail manager, I went in the restroom one day, and I go up to the urinal, and this guy, I hear this voice from the stall. The guy says, uh, do you work here? And I, without even thinking, I said, yeah. And he goes, can you help me out? And everything in my mind says, get the hell, just run. Just leave this fucking bathroom right now. I act like I didn't hear him. But I said, uh, possibly. What do you need? And he said, uh, well, I had an accident. I need you to call my son. And he pokes this business card through the crack of the stall. And I'm like, Whew. oh, thank God. Yeah, dude, I, I can do that for you. I'll, I'll go call him right now. So I head back into the office, and I grab the business card, and uh, I call his son. Now, this next part might be my fault, but so I call the son. The son answers the phone. Hey, is this Jeff? Yeah, this is Jeff. Jeff, uh, your dad's been in an accident. And he goes, oh, my God, is he okay? (laughs) Oh, that's terrible. And I said, no, no, he's fine. And before I could finish that sentence... On a dime, he cuts me off and goes, Wait, did he shit his pants again? <laughs> and I said, Yeah, he needs to change his clothes. And he says, God damn it. All right, where's he at? And I tell him where he is. But the the instant from, Oh my God, you could hear tears in his voice to, Wait, did he shit his pants again? So this has happened. There's been numerous times that he's had to bring his father a change of clothes because he, quote, shit his pants. So oh, wow. That was that was fun but anyway uh, <laughs> so each week we're going to try to do a couple of different things because a lot of times these like today's a lot of times these subjects get a little heated and we get a little passionate about it and we don't want to end on a you know on a sour <laughs> note or, or uh, angry note or anything like that yeah i'm sorry i i did go off on a little bit of a tirade i can't help it i'm a very passionate person about my opinions on that stuff and it's just like you know there's nothing wrong with that i mean it's just just 
how I am as a person. It's just, I just can't wrap my head around the stupidity in the world these days. It's just like, oh my God. And that people condone it. That's what yeah. befuzzles me more than anything is the fact that they condone it. So one of the one of the things that that we use, and when I say we, I don't just mean me and Rose. I mean everybody collectively as people uh, use to escape from from the stupidity of the world. Even though that's how a lot of it comes through to uh, for us to know it to start with is television, TV shows. You know, you can watch things on TV, and sometimes you watch documentaries and you watch the news and you watch. You know shows that are supposed to be comedy like Jim Jeffries, but that shit still seeps in there and it pisses you off. But other times you can find shows that you kind of escape from reality and and, and uh, it helps get some of that out of your mind. So we well, we got quite a few different shows we like. But one one new show uh, we discovered it just wrapped up its first first full season uh, is a show on HBO starring Bill Hader uh, called. Uh, Escapes my name. His name escapes me all of a sudden. Barry. Barry. There you go. Um, Bill Hader, I find hilarious. Uh, I guess the, my first, the first show I, I remember him being in specifically was uh, Super Bad. He's one of the cops that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> drives around. Yeah. Him and uh, Seth Rogen drive around with McLovin all night. Um, of course, regular on Saturday Night Live for years, and, and he's popped up. In small parts in a lot of different movies, but this is this is the first show that I can think of as him being the lead character. And he's actually kind of serious, which yeah. is um, different. And I mean, when we first heard of the show, we seen the preview for it, and he's a hitman. Yeah. And you're thinking Bill Hader, a hitman? Okay. Which immediately got to be funny. Piques your interest of like, well, I got to see this. Yeah, you at see least this. once. You know. He he is. It's hilarious. It's inadvertently hilarious, though. So. Yeah, and it's got uh, Stephen Root, who was uh, in Office Space, uh, and, and it was also in uh, True, True Blood and, and several other shows. He's he's funny in it. Uh, Henry Winkler, the Fonz, is a, is the acting teacher. So what happens is we'll just give you a basic plot, not spoil anything. But Barry is a hitman. He goes out to Hollywood to to do a hit on someone and while he's there he accidentally walks into an acting class and it piques his interest and then hilarity ensues from there but a lot of killing a lot of it's, it's funny because it's a lot of heavy shit wrapped in you know some humorous situations but he's the most serious of all the people on the show yeah which know? makes it even more funny yeah just his uh, reaction to stuff is hilarious but I think it's I think it's on HBO on demand. I'm sure it's on HBO Go. Yeah. And uh, HBO Now, all the different variations of HBO. But I, I would highly recommend uh, checking that out. So each week, me and Rosie will tell you about a show that we like, and then you can go check it out, and you may like it, and then you may not. But uh, the other weekly Rosie's uh, useless knowledge that she likes to drop. Let's see what useless knowledge. Rose Jackson has to share with us that you will leave this podcast. If you didn't learn anything else today, you will have this bit of useless knowledge. Okay, well, anybody that knows me knows I'm like a super nerd, and I love nature documentaries. Okay. I watch a lot of Stephen Attenborough narrated documentaries. I love Stephen Attenborough. Yes. Okay, ever since I was a kid, his voice is just awesome. Anyway, 
I was watching one the other day called Deep Blue Seas, and I had no idea that this even existed. Now, I, I knew that these existed as exotic pets, like just out, you know, exotic pet types. Like, I knew they were desert-oriented type reptiles, but I had no idea that they could live in the sea. There is such a thing as sea iguanas. Sea iguanas. Sea iguanas. Saltwater sea iguanas. They live in the sea. And it's like they swim underwater. They live under, I mean, they, they breathe underwater. They come up a little bit. They eat fish. It's like, it's, and they're beautiful. They're beautiful looking. Do they sell insurance? No, they don't. Okay. No, that, that's a gecko. That's a, that's a gecko. They're not, a gecko. that's not a form of an iguana? No. I thought a gecko was an iguana. No, a gecko is uh, like a salamander. Oh. Iguana's like, I don't know how to describe, you know, he's got the spikes and he's oh. kind of like a kimono, like a small kimono dragon. Oh, okay. Like that, okay? But anyway, um, if you didn't know, now you do. There are such a thing as sea iguanas. There you go. So, if you want to use that as a trivia, you go to work tomorrow, hey, you ever heard of a sea iguana? And then when they call you a liar, you can tell them no there in fact is a sea iguana yeah you can check out that series that i watched that on uh the bbc uh blue seas of life yes now one more quick thing before we take it home for the week we're almost done um when you clicked on this podcast there was a picture there and the picture you saw was of a pineapple and the painter the artist behind that pineapple is one rose jackson Yes. So tell everybody your latest uh, hobby you've taken up is going to a place called Sip and Strokes. Yes, yeah, Sip and Strokes is a painting class. You can take a beverage of your choosing. It can be alcoholic, it can be sweet tea, it can be Dr. Pepper. And for two hours, you have a canvas. It's pre penciled out. You basically paint. And I went last Tuesday and I went to the class called, it was called Be a Pineapple. And so I painted and I had a lot of pent up work frustration, which is by the way, not good and good in some ways because you get to get that out on the canvas. My pineapple turned out, I thought, really, really horrible compared to everybody else's. It looked dark, it looked just, you know, I don't know, evil, it was like evil pineapple. Everybody else's was happy and light and you know, pink and blue and all this, and you know, mine's all dark, you know, so it's just, <laughs> I don't know, I, I moved it into another room yesterday, and I was like, wow, looks really nice, it's very gold, it's shiny, it looks, and I did that, like, I was really amazed, I did such yeah. a good job, so, yeah, now I'm happy with my pineapple, it took me a little while, but I'm happy with it. I was impressed when you came in the door with your pineapple, I thought it was... Uh, as I told you, I thought it looked like something you would buy at Pier One Imports. Yeah, it kind of does. Kind of does look like that. And you know, 50. who knows? You may be getting Christmas presents of Rose Jackson Originals because I'm gonna try to take a class at least once a month or every couple of weeks when they have something interesting. Yep. So I'll have a lot of extras <laughs> that'll have to go somewhere. So if you get one as a Christmas present, I apologize and you're welcome. There you go. I mean, our first one she did was good. I went with her the first time. Mine was horrible. I didn't go back the second time. I liked you. And everyone was happy for that. But she did do a heck of a job on the pineapple. So she is not only a writer and a podcaster, she is now an artiste. 
so I'm proud of her for that. <laughs> so this week, remember, this week's episode was brought to you by not only tack glasses from Bell & Howell, available as seen on the TV section at your local retail store, but also from Sippin' Strokes in Coleman, Alabama, who is bringing art into the life. And they do Ms. not Ms. share Jackson. any of our thoughts or feelings. I'm just going to no, uh, throw the, that disclaimer the thoughts, out there. Yeah, the, the thoughts, thoughts and feelings of this podcast are strictly Uncle that Jackson's of Rose and Jean Jackson. And possibly BB and Roxy, but no one else. Well, they have to be because they live in the house with That's us. That's right. So check us out next week. Thanks for listening. Good day. You know what a shit barometer is, Bob? Who? Huh? Measures the shit pressure in the air. You can feel it. Listen, Bobs, hear that? The sounds of the whispering winds of shit. What the fuck are you going on about? Can you hear it? No, I don't hear anything. Oh, but you will, my sorry little friend, when the old shit barometer rises and you'll feel it too. Your ears will implode from the shit pressure. You were warned, Bubs. But you picked the wrong side. Beware, my friend. Shit winds are a-coming.